Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. A year and a half and $17 million later, Robert Mueller's special counsel's office has zero evidence of collusion and hasn't really even proven Russian interference in the election. Let's take a look at one of the attendees at the Trump Tower meeting and his connections to the Clintons. And Andrew McCabe is asking for immunity in exchange for his testimony and, get this, complaining about leaks. With these stories and more from Nationalist Perspective, I'm Jim Dawes and this is America First Radio's Daily Brief. And thank you for joining America First Radio. This conversation never ends. You can follow us on Twitter at AmFirst Radio and friend us on Facebook at America First Radio with Jim Dawes. And then you can share it with your friends, weigh in on the discussion, insult the host, and you'll all get early notifications as soon as these shows are posted. America First Radio is proudly carried on the Talk America Radio Network, the new dominant force in conservative talk radio. And you can listen to their live feed 24-7 at TalkAmericaRadio.us. And America First Radio is broadcast each weeknight at 11 p.m. Eastern on Talk America affiliates in Florida and Georgia. And if you miss a broadcast, you can listen on demand directly at our website at AmericaFirstRadio.com, where you'll find all of our archives. And you can also listen on your favorite podcast directory, including iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and Stitcher. Well, I want to uh, revise and amend some of my comments last night concerning whether or not the president uh, can legally pardon himself. I had several emails come in saying that uh, they left the segment uh, on that topic more confused when they went in. So maybe I need to explain myself better. Explain yourself. So. The founders uh, realized uh, that in order to have a stable government, you had to have a chief executive. They didn't want a king. They didn't want uh, you know, somebody that uh, could uh, rule for life. What they wanted was somebody uh, that uh, was accountable but not uh, vulnerable to the whims of the other two branches of government. And that means that the president, while he is in office, cannot be charged, indicted, or convicted of a crime. In order to remove the president uh, from office, he has to be tried, uh, impeached, and tried, you know this, uh, in the uh, the Congress, impeached by the House, and uh, tried by the Senate. And it takes a two-thirds majority of the Senate to remove him. So uh, they realized that uh, if the president uh, did not have the power to pardon himself, then any uh, federal um, officer or state officer, that, for that matter, uh, could uh, impanel a grand jury, uh, say in the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals out in California, charge the president with crimes, uh, arrest and imprison him. Um, so... What they uh, did is they gave him the power to pardon himself. Now, there's two things to uh, be said about that. First of all, you cannot charge a sitting president. Uh, But in the case uh, that one of the other branches um, of the judiciary, in this case, um, overstepped their bounds and did try to charge the president, then all he would need to do is pardon himself. Um, And... And the president is accountable to the law because if he breaks the law and it can be proven, then he'll be uh, impeached, convicted, removed from office, and then charged as a civilian, at which point he can no longer pardon himself. So if the self-power pardon didn't exist, I'm I'm hoping I'm making myself more clear tonight, for a president... You can imagine that a grand jury, um, say, 
in the Civil War in South Carolina had indicted um, Abraham Lincoln or a grand jury in Mississippi had indicted uh, uh, LBJ during the Civil Rights Movement or a, a jury in Kansas indicted Bill Clinton or um, Joe Arpaio uh, in Arizona had indicted Barack Obama, what would happen? Well, if the president couldn't self-pardon himself, then a single judge, a single jury, or a prosecutor could blackmail and extort the president of the United States, hijack the chief executive officer of the country, and remove the elected people's choice via an indictment. The way the founders envisioned uh, uh, protecting the chief executive from this is through the pardon power. To remove a president uh, is to decapitate the federal government. He is the unitary uh, chief executive. Everybody in the executive branch works for him. He has plenary power. And the only um, way that you can hold the president accountable is through the power of impeachment, at which point he becomes exposed to criminal prosecution. I hope I've made myself clear. <laughs> I've listened. You know, I, obviously, I'm not a legal scholar. I'm not a constitutional law scholar. I've listened to the, all the arguments. I've read the plain text of uh, Clause 1 of Section 2 of the Constitution. It's pretty clear. It's not as complicated as... Um, uh, the re uh, reporters try to make it, uh, everybody, you know, says that, uh, there are arguments on both sides. The, the reason the founders put this in there is that we, so we wouldn't end up like banana republics wouldn't end up by the way, uh, the way that, uh, a lot of these, um, reporters that are suffering from Trump derangement syndrome, are imagining uh, that you know there is a pathway to uh, to charge the sitting president of the United States. I'd also uh, reiterate: you you can't have uh, one of the executive branch employees, which Robert Mueller is, subpoena uh, the president of the United States and enforce that uh, before the law. All the president would have to do is say, "Withdraw your subpoena." Or, or uh, I will remove you. Mueller works for Donald Trump. This whole special counsel uh, construction is and is uh, extra constitutional, unconstitutional. The president answers to Congress. If Congress thinks that the president has committed high crimes or misdemeanor, then they have the ability to investigate, impanel a committee. Uh, spend their own money, uh, determine whether the uh, president uh, is, uh, um, their probable cause exists for an impeachment, and then try him in the Senate. This notion that you're going to get somebody in the executive branch to investigate and prosecute the president of the United States is an absurdity. It's almost as absurd, by the way, as the inspector general in the Department of Justice inspecting or, or investigating uh, the abuses that went on at the FBI and the DOJ during the 2016 elections. But, um, you know, we'll continue to have this debate. They'll go around and around. They want, they want to keep you um, on the hook, tuning back in to this, uh, this soap opera. And... Um, and dragging it on forever. Well, I hope I've made myself clear. I, uh, I'll, I'll watch the email and see, uh, see if I get any more feedback. Well, um, yesterday's show, we talked a, a lot about, uh, Robert Mueller and his desperate attempt to, uh, you know, to sh have something to show for a year and a half, this huge office, 17 prosecutors. It's an absurdity. Uh, Starr had four in his office. Um, hell, when the executive branch was originally uh, founded, there were, I don't think there were 17 members on the president's staff. This, this is ridiculous. They've spent over a half a million dollars on travel expenses alone. They have nothing to show for it. They have no 
scrap of evidence of collusion. And when you really dig right down to it, the whole idea of Russian interference in the election is turning out to be a fairy tale. Thirteen trolls, social media trolls in St. Petersburg, some of which uh, the companies that uh, they indicted weren't even in existence during the time. Buying $100,000 worth of Facebook ads? Are you serious? This is a, a, a joke on the American people. It's a real abuse of power uh, with the Department of Justice to cover up their tracks. When we come back, we're going we're gonna to talk more about um, Robert Mueller and why he's getting so desperate to have anything to hang his hat on right after these messages. This is Michelle Malkin from CRTV.com, and you're listening to Talk America Radio, the new dominant force in conservative talk radio. There's no question you need omega-3s, but which form should you take, fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 800-831-6657. 800-831-6657. That's 800-831-6657. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6904. 800-485-6904. That's 800-485-6904. In a dramatic move overnight, the special counsel is accusing President Trump's former campaign chairman of witness tampering and asking the court to put him in jail or severely restrict the conditions of his home confinement. The government claims Paul Manafort, President Trump's former campaign manager, attempted to impede the special counsel's investigation by contacting two witnesses using encrypted text messages. One of those witnesses making the damning claim that Manafort's contact was an effort to suborn perjury, suggesting Manafort wanted them to lie to Robert Mueller's investigators about Manafort's lobbying with Ukrainian officials tied to Vladimir Putin. Investigators say Manafort allegedly did not want them to know that his lobbying work was being done illegally inside the United States. It's a crime to lobby inside the U.S. for a foreign power without registering with the government. Mueller's investigators have accused Manafort of failing to register as a foreign agent and of secretly funneling $75 million into offshore accounts and then failing to pay taxes on more than $30 million of it. This morning, prosecutors are making the case that Manafort is an increasing flight risk, alleging that he made those secret contacts even as he was trying to get the courts to loosen the restrictions on his home confinement. They say Manafort now has an even greater incentive to flee. Overnight, his attorney declined to comment, as did the special counsel, George. Have you noticed that uh, the Manafort prosecution for uh, failing to register as a foreign agent is... 
the I think it's the third time in the last 25 years that one of these cases have been bought and, uh, that has been brought against any of the lobbyists on K Street in Washington, uh, a sizable number of which, including uh, John Podesta and Tony Podesta, uh, lobbied for foreign governments. It, it is just a law that has never been enforced. It's sort of like the Logan Act that they tried to uh, hang on um, uh, General Michael Flynn. It's something that everybody does, but uh, now that they're after uh, Trump and anybody that uh, has come close to punish him, uh, to, so that they can punish uh, Trump and his associates for winning the 2016 election, suddenly they're dusting off laws that are normally not enf enforced and going after them in uh, very zealously, uh, breaking down doors, uh, you know, before the sun's up, uh, bust bursting into the bedroom with guns drawn, uh, patting down your wife while she's in her night clothes. I mean, the, the uh, terrorist tactics that are being used by the Mueller campaign are really disgusting and, and uh, an affront to uh, just, you know, uh, a fair prosecution. But $17 million, that's the bill for the Mueller investigation so far. Uh, that includes almost $550,000 in travel expenses, and there's no end in sight for this, this circus. Uh, this this latest accusation that they've aimed at uh, Paul Manafort is, uh, and he's being accused of witness tampering. It's like all of the other of Mueller's favorite charges in in this whole affair it doesn't have anything to do with collusion or obstruction or anything to do with uh, Russia. It is a process crime. Make like like the making false statements that he uh, uh, hung on Papadopoulos and uh, General Flynn, and this accusation uh, arises from last February. And you'll notice that it took them until now uh, to try to make an issue of it. Right on the eve, they believed of the release of the Inspector General's report, and Mueller has absolutely bet the farm on on uh, trying to pressure Paul Manafort, that pre-dawn no-knock raid that I mentioned. It was totally unnecessary, totally not something that you normally do in a white-collar prosecution. And, uh, and right after that, Mueller uh, tried to lock Manafort up. Uh, the court released him, and they've been, uh, they've been complaining about it ever since. They wanted to rip up the agreement originally because uh, he supposedly had been working on an editorial that violated a gag order that the court had had put uh, forth. It wasn't going to be published. This editorial in the United States was going to be overseas, and it was, in fact, never published. So this time around, there's another claim that he, he contacted uh, his, uh, his former associates in an effort to so-called influence their testimony or otherwise conceal evidence. Now, this is something that uh, talking to witnesses in a case is, is not only something that uh, a legal defense is entitled to do, it's something they have an obligation to do if they're going to defend their client. And, and um, a client is allowed to participate in his own defense. There's nothing untoward or illegal about talking to prospective witnesses on the prosecutor's witness list. That's why this, this whole affair wasn't brought up back in February, February when it happened. This is a, another effort to use uh, terrorist tactics um, in the legal system to try to sweat Manafort. And they know they've got a friendly judge uh, there in the D.C. circuit and that they're going to get a friendly jury. And they want to put him in jail to further sweat him. This is, uh, this is all the kind of tactics that Andrew Weissman uh, uses. He used them against um, the mafia in New York. Nobody came to the mafia's defense because, well, they're wise guys and uh, they deserved it. But, you know, these are, are white-collar crimes for things that normally aren't even prosecuted in Washington, D.C.,
So this Weissman is using the type of tactics he's used against the mafia and terrorists and drug dealers. He's using it against uh, Trump and his associates. And the reason that Mueller keeps returning to Manafort is because it's all he's got. His, uh, his original mandate was to find any links or coordination between the Russian government and the individuals associated with the uh, campaign of Donald Trump. Papadopoulos, that's not going to get it done. He's an unpaid, low-level volunteer. Carter Page, not going to work. He, he cooperated with, um, with, um, the FBI, uh, when, uh, Russians tried to, um, uh, recruit him before the, the campaign back in 2013, I think it was, but in, um, Manafort, they've got somebody that was actually, albeit for a very short period of time, the campaign manager for, uh, for the Trump campaign. And so, you know, the, the most ten or the best connection they can make is go back and try to find anything to prosecute this guy on, even if it is something that normally people wouldn't be uh, prosecuted for. And even if it has nothing to do with his work on the campaign and he's got to Mueller has to justify this, this huge, uh, camp or expenditure that he's made. And this list of um, inquisitors, Democrat inquisitors, including people who have worked for Hillary Clinton. I mean, the, the, the uh, conflicts in this case are, are mind-boggling. And the, the fact that everybody's turning a blind eye to Mueller and his team's conflicts of interest in this just lets you know that the fix is in. And if you were going to uh, prosecute people for failing to register as a foreign agent, man, just take a look at Hillary Clinton's campaign. Uh, uh, Trump's campaign had almost nobody in it that would qualify for that. Uh, Mueller, I mean, uh, Manafort is one of the very few people that you could, that even had international connections. But if you look over at Hillary Clinton's campaign, you got John Podesta. He was, uh, he was right there. Uh, lobbying for uh, uh, Ukraine when um, when Paul Manafort was Robbie Mook. <laughs> He's got a deep background lobbying for uh, Middle Eastern uh, nations. There's um, Uma Abedin. She uh, she actually worked for. Um, for interest in the Middle East, I can't I can't remember. David Pluff received hundred thousand dollars in speaking fees um, from companies doing business with Iran. David Axelrod, all of these people associated with the uh, the Clintons and the Clinton campaign, all have deep uh, ties to foreign interests and and uh, were paid by them. But that's not that's not the issue here. We've got to get Trump. And if Mueller doesn't have anything to show for this, his legacy is going to be ruined. You know, you keep hearing that he's a man of um, great integrity and, and a, a stalwart Republican. He has a history of failure. And what's mo most troubling about his history of failure is he doesn't admit he's wrong. Rather than admit he's wrong, he will send people to jail uh, who are obviously not guilty. He did that in Boston. He sent four people to jail for the murders surrounding Whitey Bulger's case. They were innocent. One of them died in prison before the uh, other three could be released on that miscarriage of justice. He drove somebody to suicide in that uh, anthrax case. He was obviously on the wrong track, but he could not let go, could not admit his error, and change his course. And in this case, these personality um, flaws in this man are uh, threatening to take down a duly elected president of the United States. And, um, and I think he's doing it because, you know, he's, he's getting up in age. He really has 
very little to show for his long tenure at the FBI. And, uh, and I think he looks at this as his legacy. we got to run out to a break. When we come back, we'll talk about um, that, that meeting with Trump Jr. at uh, Trump Tower and this mysterious character that was attached to the Clinton campaign. This is Donna Fiducia. And I'm Don Newen from Cowboy Logic Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to one of our favorite radio shows, America First Radio, with our friend Jim Dawes. That's right, Donna. We consider America First Radio appointment radio. America First Radio with Jim Dawes, weeknights. Right here on Talk America Radio, found at talkamericaradio.us. Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer, and again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? Low-cost airlines. With one call to low-cost airlines, you'll drastically slash your travel costs. We're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations. Where would you like to go? London, Rome, Costa Rica, Australia? Wow, that's cheap. So why wait? Call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the U.S. or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airlines travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. 800-218-4909. 800-218-4909. 800-218-4909. Again, that's 800-218-4909. There's no question you need omega-3s, but which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 800-831-6657. 800-831-6657. That's 800-831-6657. If we had a uh, a, um, a media, a, a press that was really interested in getting to the truth of what's been going on here, the, some of the um, juiciest stories uh, of political intrigue and corruption in the history of this country, um, the New York Times, the Washington Post, and most of the major media are just turning a blind eye to it, which... It's fine because it allows the new media and the alternate media to uh, really, you know, fill the vacuum and and uh, and have the run of the field. And I've said again and again that it's pretty obvious at this point that uh, this whole uh, Russia collusion thing was uh, was not only, um, you know, corrupt in its uh, its um, prosecution, but they actually tried to frame uh, Trump and the Trump campaign. Uh, this this idea that Stephen Halper uh, just you know happened to uh, to uh, be um, informing on the Trump campaign is uh, a total mischaracterization of what's what's what happened. He tried to uh, lure people into compromising situations and then um, frame them. And the idea that um, uh, Joseph Mifsud was somehow connected to the Russian government is a joke. He, he was an MI6 operative. He's the one that planted this uh, bit of disinformation with uh, George Papadopoulos. So then uh, uh, Alexander Downer and Stephen Halper could uh, turn around and 
harvest it and feed it back to James uh, uh, John Brennan to start an investigation. Back in November of 2015, when Felix Sater, a longtime CIA operative, contacted Michael Cohen and, and dangled the possibility of a, uh, a Trump Tower in Moscow, that was uh, a, an effort at uh, entrapping the Trump campaign. And the latest bit of this, uh, this sort of skullduggery is arising, uh, and Aaron Klein is writing about it in Breitbart, um, this, one of these meetings, uh, or, uh, attendees at the Trump tower meeting with, uh, uh, Don Jr. Manafort and for a short period of time, um, um, Ivanka's husband, whose name is escaping me right now, but, uh, I'm talking about Reinhard Akmetchen. Now this guy, um, <laughs> He's Russian-born. He is a Russian-born Washington lobbyist who uh, worked with um, Veselnitskaya on on their lobbying efforts to overturn the Magnitsky Act on behalf of the uh, Russian oligarchs that wanted to be able to travel to the United States uh, and wanted these sanctions against their travel to be overturned. But this guy, um, he just he says he just happened to be in New York and run into Veselnitskaya that day, and uh, and she drug him along to the meeting. Well, it turns out, as you start digging further and further into this guy, that he has close connections to none other than Hillary Clinton. And uh, and I and I've said before that it's very obvious that this uh, this meeting at Trump Tower was a honeypot operation. And that uh, they were trying to, under false pretenses, uh, dangling opposition research in front of uh, Don Jr., uh, try to get as many uh, uh, Russians in the room so that they could smear uh, the Trump campaign. Never mind the fact that Oktmekshin and um, Vazelnit Skyoff uh, regularly made the rounds of uh, congressmen and senators in Washington, D.C., including John McCain. And in fact, uh, they were employed by Fusion GPS. It's amazing the uh, the obvious evidence that the media is turning a blind eye to in their desperate attempt to cover uh, for the deep state. And I've got to come up with another term for the deep state. It turns out the deep state is not all that deep. It's pretty obvious what they're doing once you start digging into it. And they're not terribly bright, these people, either. But Aaron Klein appeared on uh, John Batchelor's uh, radio show, and uh, he, he talked a little bit about who this guy Akhmetchen is. Um, unlike other members of the news media, I'm actually going with a fine-tooth comb through every word of his testimony, and it's spelling out very interesting connections. Um, so why don't we start with Hillary, the, a connection to Hillary and actually the strange case of how Renat even got to that meeting on that day. So I'm going through the testimony, and he talks about, he again, Renat, one of two people at the meeting at Trump Tower, which was about nothing. And by the way, the media has been using this, um, this meeting nonstop to claim this proves collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia, when, of course, it doesn't prove anything uh, of, uh, of this sort. So were dirty tricks used here? Okay, so Reno gives his interview to the Senate Judiciary Committee, and among many things, he describes, first of all, that he personally knows Hillary Clinton. He says that he has a personal relationship with Hillary that goes all the way back to the late 1990s. Then he says he, quote, knew some people who worked on, end quote, Clinton's 2016 presidential campaign. Now it gets even weirder. So beyond that, he, Renat, again, one of the two key participants at the Trump Tower meeting, used by the media to falsely claim collusion, Renat talks about his connection to the Clintons, and it comes through um, the late Evelyn Lieberman, who served as Bill Clinton's deputy chief of staff, and actually was the one who... Um, famously transferred Monica Lewinsky out of the White House to the Defense Department when there started to be rumors of the affair with Lewinsky, and uh, through Evelyn's husband, Ed Lieberman. 
So Ed Lieberman is a close Clinton associate and actually first gave Renat his first job in Washington or helped him get his first job in 1998. So again, I know this is all very confusing, but what's interesting is this. Let's fast forward to the day of the June 9th, 2016 meeting at Trump Tower. So Renat um, claims that, well, he says he took an Acela train from Washington to New York that morning. Now he tells the Senate Judiciary Committee who knew how to ask about the name Ed Lieberman, Clinton associate, and he, had, he says he may have been, been with him on the train. So first, okay, what? Renat uh, Achmedchen is going from D.C. to New York, and he may have been with a Clinton associate, but what, he can't remember? Um, the testimony was only a few months later. Can't remember. So, okay, then he goes into Trump Tower meeting. Then he comes out, and guess what? He meets again with this close Clinton associate, Ed Lieberman. So Akhmetshin tells the Senate Judiciary Committee that uh, he met with this Clinton associate after the Trump Tower meeting uh, for dinner and a play. And then he says that he claims that um, the Trump Tower meeting did not come up in any of their conversation at dinner or at the play. <laughs> so you got Veselnet Skyoff employed by Fusion GPS, the same company that uh, that uh, Perkins Coey hired uh, to to do the the um, hit job on Donald Trump in the employ of Hillary Clinton and the DNC. Veselnet Skyoff meets with the, uh, Glenn Simpson at Fusion GPS both before and after the meeting. She pulls along this guy, um, Akhmetchen, who is a, uh, a, an associate of Hillary Clinton, travels in the same circles as her, close uh, friend of uh, one of the former deputy, or deputy chiefs of staff in Bill Clinton's White House. So we're either led to believe that this really was an effort by Veselnet Skyoff and uh, McNechton to lobby on behalf of the Magnitsky Act for Fusion GPS. At the same time, Fusion GPS was running an opposition uh, hit job through uh, uh, Christopher Steele. I mean, you really, you can't even make this stuff up. It was obviously a, a, an, an effort to entrap um, the Trump campaign. But when you get right down to it, there was nothing illegal or untoward about it. People accept opposition research um, all the time in political campaigns. And this really is one of the very few actual tangible connections between the Trump campaign and any Russians. They were Russian lobbyists who um, had been in probably most of the members of the House and Senate Intelligence Committee's offices at any uh, given time lobbying on this Magnitsky Act. Because prior to this, this election, it wasn't, um, it wasn't that unusual for uh, Russians to do business in the United States. we got to run out to a, a break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about Andrew McCabe and his latest shenanigans trying to get out of testifying in, uh, in front of the uh, committees right after these messages. Hi, this is Dr. Kelly Ward from the great state of Arizona, and you're listening to Talk America Radio, the new dominant force in conservative talk radio. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 
That's 800-485-6904. Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer. And again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? low-cost airlines with one call to low-cost airlines you'll drastically slash your travel costs we're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations where would you like to go london rome costa rica australia wow that's cheap so why wait call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the u.s or international our prices are so low we can't publish them the only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airlines travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. 800-218-4909. 800-218-4909. Again, that's 800-218-4909. Well, disgraced and uh, fired former Deputy FBI Director Andrew McCabe is uh, trying to negotiate uh, an immunity deal with the um, with the uh, Senate Judiciary Committee, that's uh, uh, Grassley's committee, in order to uh, get immunity in exchange for his testimony. Uh, if he doesn't get the immunity deal, he's going to plead the Fifth Amendment, which I'm not one of these people that uh, screams that you must be guilty if you plead the Fifth Amendment. A lot of times it's strategic. Uh, you don't want to um, give information up to a, uh, a congressional committee um, that can then ter- be turned around and used against you by a prosecutor. Um, but he's... Uh, he ahead of this uh, release of this IG report, they were supposed to the Judiciary Committee was supposed to uh, convene today to receive the IG report. It's been put off once again. Uh, but McCabe was going to be one of the witnesses, one of the key witnesses, obviously, because there's a big controversy between him and James Comey over, over who's lying uh, and who lied before uh, the relevant uh, congressional committees. So um, he's got this lawyer, Michael Bromwich, who you may remember way back in the Iran-Contra uh, days. He was one of the staff in, uh, staff attorneys for the Democrats. I think that was the uh, Foreign Affairs Committee where they brought Oliver North up there. And, <laughs> and Oliver North uh, was able to get an immunity deal in exchange for his testimony. And when he got it, he basically told him, uh, like it was that uh, the um, Congress had put the uh, Iran Contras, I mean the Iran Contras, the uh, uh, Nicaraguan Contras in the field, and then uh, pull the rug out from under them by denying them uh, continued uh, support in the way of uh, weapons. And so Oliver North uh, used money uh, from um, a, a deal with Iran in order to uh, to fund. They're Nicaraguan Contras to prevent the uh, communists, uh, a client state of the former Soviet Union, by the way, from getting a toehold in in um, Central America. So Bromwich, uh, he, he went after Oliver North pretty hard, and Oliver North gave it back to him just as hard. Now he is representing none other than Andrew McCabe and his request for a uh, immunity deal. Here is... Um, uh, Representative DeSantis appearing on uh, on Laura Ingram's show talking about this immunity deal for McCabe. Congressman DeSantis, where do we begin? Let's start with this immunity um, plea for, for um, McCabe. Every time you hear someone who's like connected with Trump that might want immunity, it's like, oh my God, you want immunity? You must be guilty. But what's going on here? Well, look, I mean, James Comey said Andrew McCabe stood tall, was just this model leader, and now he wants immunity because he knows he's in jeopardy with his conduct uh, over this investigation, both the Clinton and the Trump investigation. I would not give him immunity. I would make him go. If he's going to plead the Fifth Amendment, then he should plead the Fifth Amendment. But the idea that he should get some type of get-out-of-jail-free card for this um, is not something I think the American people would want to see. 
I absolutely agree with uh, Congressman DeSantis. Uh, let him um, claim the Fifth Amendment because this IG report, if it, if and when it ever comes out, is going to contain a criminal referral uh, for McCabe and or Comey both because one of them is lying, and they lied repeatedly under oath to congressional investigators. Now, a lot of people have said that um, uh, McCabe is going to be subject to prosecution because he lied to the FBI. Well, he did lie to internal investigators, uh, but I don't think uh, that you can be uh, charged for that because they usually give you a Brady rule that says that you have to tell the truth. You cannot claim the Fifth Amendment because it's an internal uh, investigation investigation. you know, subject to your employment, uh, but that noth- nothing that you say can be used against you in a court of law. I think if any, uh, uh, the, the exposure that McCabe and Comey have is they contradicted each other before congressional committees, uh, and one of them is lying. I think probably both of them are lying at one time or another. I know Comey lied on other matters, but I'm speaking uh, here in particular about this matter the, uh, of whether or not Comey gave McCabe uh, permission to leak. I think he probably did. I think most of those leaks were coordinated out of uh, the, uh, the director's office. But um, here's Byron York appearing uh, with Tucker Carlson talking about this uh, IG report being com- uh delayed again and again. Uh, Obviously, the president expressed deep concern about this yesterday. And I think what's going on here is they are trying to uh, massage this. And probably uh, Rod Rosenstein is probably trying to uh, have information removed from there, claiming, uh, you know, that it's classified national security when we've seen it again and again, uh, that what they do is they try to redact information that is embarrassing to the Department of Justice and the FBI. I'm afraid the president's going to have to wait a little longer. It appears that it's going to be delayed again. The Senate Judiciary Committee had scheduled a hearing for today where they were supposed to talk about it. Well, that got delayed until next Monday, the 11th. Now I'm hearing it might be delayed beyond that. The reasons, uh, feet are being dragged somewhere in this process. There is a hang-up with classified information. And perhaps the most intriguing in the last at least month or six weeks, the inspector general has gotten new information and actually interviewed new people. Uh, don't know exactly what that's about, but it shows an investigation that's been going on. What do we know about the now. content so far? All right, uh, it's going to be probably close to 500 uh, pages, and you can expect a lot of discussion on several topics. Expect a lot of discussion about that Loretta Lynch Bill Clinton meeting on the tarmac mm. in Arizona. He has looked in, the Inspector General has looked into that uh, a lot. Uh, expect a lot of discussion on James Comey's decision to draft an exoneration memo for Hillary Clinton long before she interviewed Hillary Clinton or at least a dozen other important witnesses. Uh, expect a lot of dis- uh, discussion on whether Comey was trying to affect the outcome of the election on October 28th before the election day yes. in which he reopened the investigation. Uh, the Democrats specifically wanted the inspector general to look into uh, that. Uh, look into discussion about when Andrew McCabe first learned that there were Hillary Clinton emails on Anthony Weiner's laptop. Remember that? That was the reason that, that Comey reopened in the investigation, but what we found out was that McCabe knew about it much earlier in, in October. Did he drag his feet? If so, why was that? Uh, just a couple of more things. Uh, look for discussion of uh, Comey's long statement on July 5th in 2016 saying that Hillary Clinton would not be charged. That was yes. not the way these decisions are usually announced, so there's going to be an investigation of that. Uh, look into why Loretta Lynch did not appoint a special counsel to look into this, and why Andrew McCabe took so long to recuse himself. Remember, his wife had gotten a huge Clinton-related um, uh, a contribution. Last thing, the thing we've heard the most about, which is McCabe versus Comey on this leaking thing. McCabe says, well, you told me it was okay to leak, and Comey said, well, no, I didn't. Uh, we may not get a whole lot more on that simply because we've already gotten a lot through the Office of Professional Response. So the other thing that people are waiting for is some resolution to the McCabe question. So apparently yeah. we have read that he committed perjury or lied to federal agents in the course of an investigation into himself. That would be for civilians a felony. 
is that a felony in his case? Will he be charged? Well, we don't know. There has been a criminal referral to the Justice Department to look into this. And by the way, uh, it has now been reported McCabe was invited to testify at this hearing, Judiciary Committee hearing, whenever it is. And he has asked for immunity in exchange for his testimony. If he doesn't get it, he would have to uh, take the Fifth Amendment. You know, if I were uh, a, a congressman or a senator on some of these committees, the Intelligence Committee or the Judiciary Committee or the House Oversight Committee, I would be uh, I would be fighting mad because once again, this in, this IG report, like so many much of this uh, these uh, documents, are going to be received in leaks from uh, by the media before. Our elected representatives ever get their hands on it. A draft draft report of this IG uh, report is circulating now, and it's being leaked to the media, and the congressmen and senators have yet to uh, lay their eyes on it themselves. We've got just a little bit of time left, and before I leave you tonight, I want to play you a clip of this uh, doofus reporter. That's how I'm going to refer to him from now on, badgering Sarah Sanders at the White House press briefing when she just turns around and drops a bomb on him. Uh, the president, whether it's on his Twitter account or otherwise, uh, keeps saying things that are not borne out by the facts, whether it is the people's uh, thing is about the national anthem or uh, we got $6 billion for opioids and getting rid of that scourge that's taken over our country and the numbers are weighed down. Uh, we have thousands of immigration judges. And so the president keeps saying things that aren't true and this thing with um, uh, with dictating the statement. Some questions, sorry, Andrew. We could get there. Why, if things that you keep saying from the podium turn out to not be true, and things the president keeps saying in a number of venues keep saying, you know, keep turning out not to be true, why should we be able to trust that the information we're getting from this administration is accurate, and more importantly, why should Americans be able to trust that what they hear from this White House is always the truth? Here it comes. Once again, um, I, I don't know how many times I have to address this, but I, I work every single day to give you accurate and up-to-date information, and I'm going to continue to do that. Um, frankly, I think my credibility is probably higher than the media's. Oh! I think in, in large part, that's because you guys spend more of your time focused on attacking the president instead of reporting the news. I think that if you spent a little bit more time reporting the news instead of trying to tear me down, you might actually see that we're working hard trying to provide you good information <laughs> and trying to provide that same good information to the American people. John, sorry, Andrew, I gave you quite a bit of time. Boom! Hope you'll join us back here again tomorrow night for another edition of America First Radio. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.